Welcome back. <clears throat> Today I'm just going to do a little bit of a talk on Genesis. In the beginning, we, we've been over this uh, before talking about Sabbath on the seventh day, God rested. Holy Spirit was there in the beginning, hovering over the waters when he made Adam. And ideally I was going to do a talk on something else. The commandment, first and greatest commandment, and how it links to the beginning. How the two actually are one, sort of thing. It's, it's, it's a little bit in it. Not really. It's pretty straightforward and simple when you think about it. But anyway, I've kind of got to talk a little bit about <clears throat> Adam and Eve and the breath of life. But let's just pray first. I hope you're memorizing the Lord's Prayer. So in Matthew chapter 6, teaching on prayer, from verse 9, it's just a framework, remember, we're just trying to memorize it, but it's a good prayer to memorize, and then you can form your own prayers from that structure. So, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory of yours, now and forever. Amen. Okay, so in the beginning, the Holy Spirit was there, hovering over the waters, remember? I'll just quickly read that. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was void and formless, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God hovered over the waters. Okay, so the Spirit of God was there. And um, said, where is it? It's near the end of chapter 1 on the sixth day. There it is there. God said, Let us make man in our image and likeness. Yeah. And let them have dominion over the fish and the sea. Just let them have dominion over everything. But, you know, us. He's talking to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was the only one that was there. So God, so back to verse 27 of uh, chapter 1 in Genesis. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he, him, male, and female created he, them. Yeah, it's verse 27, God created them. Now, in one of my other podcasts, I'm talking about Genesis, the six days he's, he's designing everything. He didn't actually physically make them yet. So in chapter 2, every plant, uh, verse 4, I thought, I've got to go for 5, I reckon. In verse 5. And every plant of the field before it was in the earth, and every herb <clears throat> of the field before it grew, for the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was not a man to till the ground. Okay? There was not a man to till the ground. And he actually made them, he designed them. That explains why in chapter 2, God forms him 
from the dust of the earth and then takes uh, Adam's rib and makes Eve. Hang on, so it's verse 6 on chapter 2. But there went up a mist from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. Breathed the breath of life into the nostrils and became a living soul. Took God's breath. God spoke everything into existence, didn't he? He said, let there be light, and there was light. He spoke for six days, designing everything. And then he breathed the breath of life into Adam, again from his mouth. And Adam became, it went from God into Adam, into the nostrils. That's an important part. I'm just going to rabble on a little bit here. You know those swabs, those tests that people are putting up their noses to test for COVID? Goes up your nose, right up. And, and if you follow the structure of your body, when you push something up your nose, it goes up into the center of your skull. And up there is the pineal gland. People say it's got a lot to do with spiritual insight. And God's breath of life just so happened to go right in there. And he became a soul. That pineal gland is body's physical connection to the spirit world, to your soul. Mm, wonder why they're shoving swabs right up there. Just give that a bit of thought in the future, I suppose, eh? Anyway, Austral, the breath of life, back to the Bible. Uh, his nostril, uh, the breath of life, and man became a living soul. And um, so there it is. He became a living soul. I don't really need to carry on, I suppose, with saying that he went and got Eve uh, called woman. Oh, we may as well go find it, eh? And Lord God formed man of the dust of the earth. Let's go find Eve further down in chapter 2. And Adam said, to his now, This is now bone of my bones. So we'll go back a bit. That's 23, 22. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he woman. Let's go back a bit more. 21. The Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. And he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof and the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he woman and brought her unto the man unto unto the man and Adam said this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh she said oh okay. yeah she shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man cleave or leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife. Right. It's a little bit extra, but there it is. In six days he designed everything, including Adam 
and Eve with the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> and made them from the dust of the earth. Formed, uh, formed Adam from the dust of the earth, took Adam's rib, made Eve. So that Eve is a part of him. Another good example of um, husband and wife being married. God literally said it right there in the Bible in the beginning when everything was being made. Because he made man and woman. <clears throat> and woman is to be a part of man. That is literally the natural sacred order of things. So in life, with all this RGBT fucking alphabet shit, changing your body, changing everything about you, going against what God has naturally made, it's a bit wrong. You know, we just swayed off a little bit again. Man and woman was made from the dust of the earth and God's breath of life went into Adam to form, to give Adam a soul, to bring life into him. The breath of life comes from God. So when man and woman come together, because Eve came from God, uh, came from Adam, sorry, Adam's rib is what God used to form Eve. The example is right there. The breath of life for life to be comes from God for mankind. There's other life forms in this world, so I'm going to refer to mankind. There are other beings that are created in this world uh, by the serpent and the serpent seed, like I said in the last podcast. Again, it's from Genesis, when the serpent was cursed to slither the earth on his stomach, eating the dust of the earth. It's his curse. And all his seed. It's right there in Genesis. And all the seed from the beginning. So you can argue as much as you like that there aren't any other life forms in this world. It's just mankind and we can't see them, blah, blah, blah. But it's right there, isn't it? I mean, like, you look in the mirror, you're a man. You look in the mirror, there's a woman. You've been going to church forever in a day. You've been learning this forever in a day. And it's right there in the Holy Bible. And the Holy Bible's been proven. You can say, hey, it's a book. But hang on, the Red Sea was proven. The Ark of the Covenant was found. That was proven. Jesus' blood on the mercy seat was proven. When he was crucified and the blood went down the cross into the mountain, down the crack, and onto the mercy seat, which was buried centuries before, when that king was hiding it, after his kingdom was invaded, um, the blood was found. Scientists actually found the blood, tested it, and saw that it was Jesus' blood. So you can moan and groan all you like. It's all been proven. Scientists are now saying, going backtracking and saying, well, actually, we, we don't think that the, the Big Bang Theory was real. Um, we can't actually prove it. Um, NASA actually putting out videos showing the truth that it's all the fucking hoax. It's just a movie set. And so all the stuff you've been learning about global earth and space, and big bang, and blah, 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 blah. It's all, 
exactly that. It's just blah, 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 shit. So in Genesis, man was made from the dust of the earth. The breath of life went into his nostrils. Pineal glands right there. And he was formed. That was the breath of life. He came to life. He got a soul. God took Eve's rib. Oh, God, Adam's rib made Eve from Adam's rib. And the example was there for the breath of life. So no doubt, Eve also got the breath of life for her soul. And the example's there. So when a baby is formed, mum and dad, husband and wife, conceive a baby, it's a physical conception. God gives a soul. A living soul to each and every child that is conceived by man and woman not RGBT fucking Q alphabet fucking society and not serpent seed there are serpent seed in this world they did not get a soul from God Adam and Eve were the ones that got the breath of life and so when a man and woman conceive a baby, that baby is granted a soul from God. Breath of life comes from God. And there's all these fools doing, what's it called? Abortion. When abortion is done, that's essentially slapping the creator in the face. You're essentially insulting the Almighty when you do that. It's right there in Genesis, man. Just look it up. First two chapters. We were designed by God and the Holy Spirit. And God granted the breath of life, a soul, to every life. That is man and womankind, not serpent seed. And that is one of the reasons why the devil hates us so much. and wants to kill us and destroy us. <clears throat> and eat us. It's right there. It's the curse. It's the serpent curse. The curse of the, to the serpent and all the seed were cursed by God. There's nothing he can do about it. There's nothing that woman can do about childbirth because that also was part of the curse when Eve ate of the fruit of the tree of life and Adam <laughs> went and done what his wife said. Yeah, have some. Uh, every man does that, eh? So wife says something, man says, yeah. Wife says, go do that. Man says, yeah, all right. So he just done what was natural. Um. And so we were cursed, men was cursed to, to work hard by the sweat of his brow every day. And woman with long, laborious, painful childbirth. And the serpent was cursed to slither the earth on the eating the dust of the earth and his seed. Um, so we're not alone in this world. You think that we are, we're not. They've been here since the beginning of the time. Their technology is so much more advanced, which is why you can't see them. 
Well, you don't even know they're there and they're hived. They've got giant underground cities, man, all over the world. It's scientifically proven and it's just out there now on, online. You can just Google that shit and find it. <clears throat> and um, don't go aborting. Let's stick to this. Just look it up for yourself. Grab a Bible, look it up. But as for the serpent seed curse and man, um, we, I mean, we don't have to talk about that now. We'll talk about it another time, actually, come to think of it. Fast forward and uh, have a look at it in Genesis now, but no, no, there's a lot to be spoken about on that subject. Today's subject was just creation. And how God is the one that grants the breath of life. And how God puts the soul into a person. And so when you have a baby, the baby is granted a soul. There's a lot of birds around here. The baby is granted a soul. And don't abort it. The breath of life comes from God for man and womankind. And when you look at the commandments, I was going to talk about that today, but we'll talk about it in the next one. And eventually we'll go over the, the serpent seed and the curse of the serpent. Um, the curses that came up on Adam, Eve, and the serpent, actually. And, um, oh, what was the other serpent? Yeah, tricking us. Man was cursed to work every day with the sweat of his brow. Woman was cursed with labor pains and the serpent and all their seed was cursed to slither the earth, eat the dust of the earth, which is us. We were formed from dust of the earth. Eat the dust of the earth. But part of that went a little bit further, God done a little bit further, and the serpent bites our heel, so tricks us, trips us up, tricking us for all of time while we're here in this world. And we are actually authorized to kill them, crush their heads, it says. Mankind, but that's that's like a paradox, isn't it? And we'll talk about that another time. Tricking us, so we don't even know they're there anyway, but we're authorized to kill them. A fucking hideous paradox, isn't it? We could kill them, but we don't even know where they are, who they are, where they are, what they are, right? But it's here in Genesis. So getting back to what I'm going to talk about next time, because we granted a soul from God, breath of life, right there in Genesis. And... The first and second commandment, love the Lord thy God with all the heart, all the mind, and all thy soul. So if you accept the fact and you understand the fact that you are a living soul granted to this physical body, which is carbon, carbon from the earth, dust of the earth is carbon, isn't it? So we're carbon. And we're granted a soul from God, God's breath. 
God's breath just pause a little bit. Love the Lord thy God with all the heart, all the mind, and all thy soul. We are to love each other. That's why the second greatest commandment is love thy brother as thyself. And why in Hebrews it says, um, seek peace. And this is chapter 12, verse 14. Seek peace and holiness with all men, without which no one will see the Lord. And don't get all upset about the fact that it says in the Bible, men, all the time. It's not a chauvinistic thing. The serpent and the serpent's head would have you think so. It's part of the curse, isn't it? Bite the heel of man, trip us up, trick us. But when you realise you can kill the motherfuckers, <coughs> and you're actually authorised to, I'm going to make sure it is one. That'll be a game changer for the world. But hey, um, seek peace and holiness with all men, without which no one will see the Lord. It's because it's the Lord's power to grant that living soul to every conception of man and womankind, child. That's why we are children of God, because it is God's breath that grants life at the point of conception when man and woman can't conceive a baby. That's why you are to seek peace and holiness with all men. So you're not upset, enough, upset about it. It's just that God's identifying man and womankind and separating man and womankind from serpent kind. That's why in the Bible it says man. In the Bible, it's lots and lots of verses that say this, that, this, that, and everything else. Man. This, that, this, that, and everything else. Man and woman. It's not a race. It's not a masculine thing or chauvinistic thing or any such. Man isn't better than woman. Woman is creation. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. We've got to talk about that sometime too. When um, Jesus was conceived in Mary. It was the Holy Spirit that created that life within Mary. Mary was the carbon from which the physical body was made, like God taking the rib from Adam to make Eve. Mary was a vessel required for Jesus' growth as a baby, but it was the Holy Spirit that conceived Jesus, and it is the Holy Spirit that conceives babies, <clears throat> that conceives the Spirit within the woman. When man and woman get together, you make a baby, but it needs life. It needs the breath of life from God. It's the Holy Spirit. Well, God can do it himself. It is God. Holy Spirit is God. It is from God, it's from the Holy Spirit that gives the soul to that marvellous creation that woman carries. So woman is creation. Without woman, man isn't here, right? Again, that awesome paradox. A little bit like serpent thing, right? <laughs> Tricking us, but we can kill them. But hang on, we're getting tricked. <laughs> so man 
is no more important than woman. So don't get upset when it says things like in, in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14, seek peace with all man and holiness. Seek peace with all man and holiness, without which no one will see the Lord. You're not going to see the Lord because you've been a cunt to all those people. You've been ripping off all those people. You've been treating your neighbor like shit all this time. You're not going to see the Lord, like it says in Hebrews, because you've been treating all those souls wrongly, all those souls that were granted life here by God. God gave all those little babies life. And then there's all those little babies that get aborted, slapping God in the face again. God allows people to be here. God made everything, including you. So if you're one of those people that treat others like shit, well, just stop. And seek peace and holiness with all people. And we kind of done like next session on one didn't we that's essentially what I wanted to talk about today was the first and greatest commandment and the second and Hebrews and why and that's why and that's why in Genesis um, is important because it identifies that God gives the breath of life to creation um, Holy Spirit was there during creation with creation because the Holy Spirit is creation God designed everything God made everything but through the Holy Spirit and through the Holy Spirit is God's life granted to children it's why and Matthew is the first and greatest commandment uh, let's just see if we find it. I think it's chapter 22. Mm, oh, no. I think it is, actually. First and great teacher teaching. Um, there it is. First and greatest commandment. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul, with all thy mind. It says it slightly differently in other verses of the Bible, in the other Bibles. This is the first and greatest commandment. Yeah, I'll just read it again. It's verse 37, chapter 22, verse 37. Jesus said unto Pharisees, he's talking to the Pharisees, they're trying to trick him. It says, verse 37, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy mind, all thy soul. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Hmm? And the second is like unto it. It's like unto it because of what we've just been talking about. Love thy neighbor as thyself. So the first is love the Lord thy God with all the heart, all the mind, and all thy soul. And the second is like unto it. Love thy neighbor as thyself. It's because you are to love your neighbor because God gave them life. There's a piece of life force from God. God breathed it into Adam's nostrils, remember, in Genesis. So God breathed life into you when you were in your mother's womb being conceived. You 
have a little piece of God's life force in you. The Holy Spirit put it there. The example for that was when Jesus was conceived in Mary. The Holy Spirit put the life force into Mary for Jesus' life. Yeah, you get it? So, love thy neighbor as thyself. It's because there's a little piece of God in everyone. And so come judgment day, and God takes all that energy back. You die, you go to heaven. God's going to decide what happens to you because he made you. You're his. So if he doesn't like how you acted in this world because he gave you free will, you're wondering, yeah, but how come I could do this? How come I could do that? Because he granted you free will. And that's why in the Bible it talks about sorting the wheat from the chaff. He may not want you because you've been a cunt to all those people. He's going to sort it out in heaven, isn't he? Like the fish parable. Catching all those fish, and when they go to heaven, they get sorted out. The good fish from the bad, bad fish get thrown away. Yeah, so um, I hope that helps. I really do. <clears throat> ah, I really do hope that you learnt something from that. We'll do another talk sometime. I should really stop here. Otherwise, I could go on and on and on and on about a lot of things. I'm just going to go through and see if I could find Psalms. Because that's the other prayer that we're supposed to be memorizing here. Psalms 23. And normally, I've got my bookmark marked. And normally, I'm a little bit more organized. Let's just flip through and find Psalms or Proverbs. But just give it some thought. Just give it some thought about if you're one of these people, you're pregnant, you're going to do an abortion. Well, maybe, maybe don't. If you're a horrible person and you mistreat others there's a lot of ways you can mistreat other people there's so many different ways you can be a horrible person and so if you've got to learn about being a nice person the bible's a good place it's a little bit more complicated but maybe i don't know go to a church not the new world order church anyway let's close Psalms 23, it's a good one to memorize, eh? Okay, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He, the still waters. he restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me 
in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Sorry about that noise. Hopefully you didn't hear it. Phone rang. Anyway, see you next time.